Welcome everybody to the chat show. I'm your host Mark Williamson and happy new year. It's 2020 or I don't know, you could be listening to this in the future and it's 2025. Who knows? Anyway, happy new year. It's this, um, today's episode is with a very good friend of mine and long, he's guested on many, many episodes, Peter Mizell. We caught up in the, at the lovely Courthouse Hotel in Newtown. If you're in, if you're in Sydney and you're looking for a place to have a nice lunch or drink, go to the Courthouse in Newtown. Highly recommended. And I will say, this is not a sponsored post by them. I chose the pub because I like it. I sat in the beer garden. We paid for our drinks and we recorded a show, which we hope you... Well, I think you'll like it. Myself's always good to catch up with, see where he's... It's been a while. I haven't actually seen him in about four months. So it was good to see what's happening to him. Um, and yeah, we covered a lot of topics. Anyway, bit of a ramble here on my part. Um, yeah, the podcast is back for another year, so yeah, thank you to all those um, who've listened from the start, or if you came on later, or if this is your first episode, welcome aboard, happy to have you. I'm comedian Mark Williamson, you can follow me on Twitter at MWChatShow, and yeah, hope you like the episode, and anyway, enough rambling, I'll hit the music. Welcome everybody to the chat show. I'm your host Mark Williamson and we're coming to you live from the Courthouse Hotel in Newtown. And by we, I mean my guest today is the returning Mr. Peter Mizell. How are you, buddy? Good, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I noticed there's nobody in this area, so it's pretty much like one of my shows. It is. It's a big there's turnout. No one here. <laughs> to be fair, it is 11 o'clock on uh, in a new... On I don't even know the January date. January 3rd, Friday. Third. And I'm 70 and I, I know the date and, and the day. To be fair to you, though, you're just, if you look confused in the street, someone's going to come up to you and ask you, you need to know your name, your address, your date, and who the president is. Actually, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, that would confuse them. Actually, I know I know. Um, I earn more money just walking the streets looking confused than I do doing comedy. Oh, that's good. Well, a lot of people hand me. Just, they come oh, over, here's your bus fella, poor, little fella. Yeah, poor dumb guy here. Oh, that's here's, nice. Well, here's a dollar. You've got to have a career. Have you thought of maybe combining picking up cans as well? You, you can get 10 cents now a can. Which I think is fine because, I, yeah, I, I would do that except they're usually on the ground. Uh, and who the hell's going to bend, <laughs> you know, can't unless you they're contact, all sitting together. Can't you contact one of those senior citizens things to get, like, one of those reaches? A little... We'll I go actually, over $2. I have, I actually you have, have one. one. I actually have one. But not so much to bend down for, but because uh, being five foot seven, 171 centimeters, there's a lot of things in my house I can't even reach, like oh. wine bottles. For real. Oh, wow. That's... Yeah. See, it's fine. When I... Growing up, the house three... Three houses up the road from us was populated by a family of little people. And by little people, I mean, uh, you know, that's the, poli- I think that's the, politi- know. you know what I mean. I know, you know what you mean. Snow White. Midgets or dwarfs. I don't think you can say the M word. Um, I think Snow White had seven of these people. Right. Just saying. But they, they were there. And, the, you know, the nice people. Was, I don't know. You know how, like, I think sometimes, I don't know if you believe in God or not. I'm on the fence. But if there is a God, he's cruel sometimes. Because you know oh, what? You think? The kid was my age. And you know what the kid loved playing? Basketball. Yep. Yeah. He was good too, just till he had to dunk. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he used a waste paper basket. But um, <laughs> but you know, you know what? Like, because when that they sold the house and moved out, and the people who um, bought it, it cost them a fortune to renovate because they had the house built to their height. So That's the poor true. guy goes, light switches are down low, oh. door handles are down low, cupboards are down. Like the whole house was catered to their needs. So the next person who bought it, who was, you know, 
a bit higher than them. It was just cost of a fortune. Was uh, was it an old house? One of the old, like, did it have high ceilings? No, Steve? no, oh, no, thank no. Because the irony there would just be, <laughs> you know. I think yeah. I think if you, if they had an old house, you just turn into a loft, wouldn't you? A three bedroom inside. Might, well, might as well, yeah. <laughs> an apartment but, for yeah. little people. So I don't have a problem. I do have the problem. Like, I'm the s- difference. I'm I'm six foot two, so I'm a little bit taller. So height. Most houses I can reach things, yes. but it's the stuff on the grounds, like getting down, like getting into the shelf. We've got a shelf at home where we put all our Tupperware and all that, and I don't put it. I just throw it in there because I'm like, oh, whatever. And yet, I, and you're not going to see it. No. Right. If one of my shoelaces is open, I don't make the trip unless the second one opens as well, because I don't have that kind of time to commit. Have you thought <laughs> of Velcro? I have thought of it. I wish I had invented it, but uh, <laughs> I. It's hard to find shoes with Velcro. That well, I bought a pair for my nephew the other day, but he's six, so. Right. What size? Oh, you're shrinking. What size shoe are you at the moment? No, my feet aren't shrinking. That's that's the ironic thing. I still have like 11. I have a size 11 foot. Really? They, they promised me I'd grow into my feet and I'd grow into my nose, neither of which happened. That, um, so you're size 11. I'm size 10 and a half. How cute. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, wow. So, so the feet haven't shrunk at all? Have you noticed the height? Have you? As you, how old shrunk. are you now? What? I turned seventy in July. Seventy. As of January first, J- July second was, was my seventieth birthday. As of January first, I turned seventy and a half. And you're going, well, wait a minute. You said July second, which is true if you go by months, but if you go by days, July second, three out of four years, um, not this year. At twelve noon is exactly halfway through the year. So any other July second babies listening to this, yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. So one out of 365 people, 365 and a quarter people listening to this will go, wow. Well, you know this year is, uh, and I don't know if this throws you, it's a leap year. Yes, it is. So I've got a gig on February 29th. Uh, <laughs> That's serious. That's it, how I knew. Did you fact, book that last year and the promoter's <laughs> like, let's do it, and then he's like, oh, damn. Yeah, we can book him. <laughs> oh, damn, there really is one. <laughs> well, I've got, um, because I, yeah, I know I know people who are born on that day, so for them it's a rarity. They actually get a birthday. A real one, yeah. Yeah, so for those who are in their 20s, then turn like four or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm beginning to act like I'm four. Ah, well, but the w- well, you have to. The w- do you think the world, as someone who's lived through 70, 70 years... Of eighth decade I'm in. You're in your eighth decade. Do you think the world has gone m- less... Do you think we've lost our maturity, or...? I think the world is really headed for something bad. I have not seen this before. I had my... Because when you re- get this age, optimism just goes out the window at the best of times. I mean, I could see a rainbow and a unicorn taking me to the end of it, and I still would go, I'd be pessimistic. I mean, have I... Have I um, is the glass half full, or have I already broken it and severed an artery? I'm usually with the latter group. However, yeah, I, thi- I, think, I think the world is really... In a b- I think we're... I'm glad I'm this old. I'm looking forward to being dead. Almost. Seriously, I don't want to go through... The hell, people. I mean, just the, they were talking about the bushfires, and there are people blaming the Greens, who've never been in power, <laughs> yeah. for not enough backburning, which they never were against. But how many millions of hectares are on fire? How can you backburn all of that? For God's sake. Yep. Can't be done, but yet. It's great spin, though. Like, it's oh, great. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. spin, you know. It's like we can't blame ourselves. Let's. Oh, it's the Greens. Somebody, somebody put the Greens have blood on their hands. Now, unless they really, literally had blood on their hands from maybe killing liberal policymakers, then, yeah. It's funny, because the liberals 
have actual blood on their hands. The, ref the how many refugees have died in our custody now? Yes, well, America too. Yeah, yeah. It's but almost like a competition. Who can be more evil? <laughs> that's true, that's true. But we've got, um, yeah, the, yesterday in the Daily Telegraph, their editorial was pretty much hinting the Greens are to blame for this. <gasps> that was sort of saying, because Dean Natale, the Greens leader, sorry to get a bit political here, Gr Dean Natale's called for Royal Commission into the bushfires. And the Telegraph's like, oh, careful what you wish for. And it's like, the guy's calling for a Royal Commission. Do you honestly think... He's feeling like, oh, they're going to get me. They're going to get me. He's not even in I don't even think he's the most powerful person in his own party. Possibly not. But it's all those green prime ministers in the pet. What? There haven't been any? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? And the green premier. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. I mean, the yeah. liberals have been in power something like, well, the last, when was it? 2013. Six, seven years. I lost Prior track. to that, Howard was in power for four or oh, decades. Long time, yeah. Mm. Who could we possibly blame? Well, the Greens. Oh, no, it's all <laughs> Greta's thought. Greta, that kid, she's doing so evil. Oh, that, that also gets me. But there was a meme that had her, and this one is my favorite, because regardless what you think of her, the meme said, Greta, person of the year, Time magazine, uh, s millions of pages of trees cut down to make them, millions of pages cut down, trees cut down to make the pages of Time magazine. Which occurs to okay, first of all, you don't like her as man, person of the year, so be it. Yeah. But she didn't nominate or pick herself. Two, she doesn't own the Time magazine. She's not the one cutting down the trees. But yet they met, and they showed the picture of her, which like she looks like an evil gnome. Uh, but even if you hate her, to blame her for what Time magazine did, how, do, how does that... Uh, it's, well, the one that gets me is, at the moment... You have commentators in Australia attacking Greta, a 16-year-old child, and attacking her on areas. I'm a big believer of play the ball, not the person. Yes, you don't like someone's beliefs. Well put. But, you know, one guy, Andrew Bolt, is attacking her because she has Asperger's. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And then this is the same guy that is defending Cardinal convicted pedophile Pell. Yeah, well, he doesn't have Asperger's. No. He's just an evil man. He is. And as the court of laws have found, he is a convicted pedophile. Yes. You're defending... I Didn't Tony Abbott go and visit him? He did. Yeah. Very. If you actually shout out to Jonas Holt, aka Abbott impersonator, who's done a series of genius parody videos yes, of Abbott visiting Pell. Go if you haven't got a chance, go watch them. I'll post a link up. Yeah, they're very, very clever. Yes, they are. But on a side, but yeah, this is where we are as a you know, we're we're doubting the courts on convicted pedophiles. Where a sixteen-year-old girl speaks up for her future, we attack her. Yes, personally, you know, no, we've got can't attack the issue. Science is being disregarded on climate change. Mm. Victims, you know, um, immunization. We have people questioning vaccinations. I like the fact that, you know, NASA goes, has huge, several articles, several pieces on climate change. And these people can predict a solar eclipse to a s less than a second. Yeah. And yet, they're in on the they're in on the plot. I love the one that people blame the Bureau of Meteorology, Australia, you know, government fund. They're fudging the figures. Oh, it's it's just yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe the human race deserves to be cancelled. I think I think it's a failed experiment. Well, I think at the moment we're at such, and I'm not gonna like. I think if you look at the extreme right and the extreme left on both sides, there's lunacy there, and the rest of us are just. Oh, I think there's much more. Oh, on true, the right. true, true. The right are a lot more dangerous, but it's dangerous, yes, but. I mean, well, let's look at the British election. Boris won. Yes, he, he shouldn't did. have won. No, he shouldn't. Jeremy Corbyn. He had a. He did not even had of an opinion on Brexit. 
He had no oh, statement. He's big. He was. He planned to close all private schools. Now you look at that from his perspective, right? That's your ideological. You're against private schools. You're trying to win government. You effectively say to everyone employed or going to a private school, "I'm putting you out of work. You lose those votes." Yes. It's not a smart move. No, he didn't seem like a very good no, politician. No, but but he was, he had such. He's like, oh, I've got all these extreme. All he needed to do was to move to the freaking centre. Yep. So instead, Europe pretend, lie like everyone else is. I mean, I have to admit, I'm ha- I'm. I hope Brexit goes through. I hope a No Deal goes through because I want the pound to crash because I like visiting London, but it's too expensive. Well, I think that's what we should all base. Yeah. Uh, that's what that's what we should all do now. F- yeah. Base our policies on how it benefits us because we're not going to be around that much Why longer. Why not? I'm enjoying the ride. I mean, I'm hoping to go to America at the end of the year. So New York. Um, no, probably Hawaii and Seattle. Um, we've got a family function in Hawaii and I've always wanted to go to Seattle, Seattle Toronto. So Jen wants to go. Am I Seattle, Vancouver? Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Because it's, it's a long stroll from Seattle to Toronto. Yeah. And Van- I've never been there. I've been to Vancouver, but never. Yeah. Never. The one that's closest to Seattle. That's the one. Hopefully I'll find yeah. If there's any travel agents out there who want to book me a trip, go for it. Get an Uber driver to get drive to Seattle to Toronto. They're cheap. <laughs> oh. Well, they are, they are, they are. So, have you, have you been to Vancouver or Seattle? I've been to both uh, Seattle in the 90s last time, and I was in Vancouver in 1957. Oh, wow. It may have changed. Yeah, I was going to say, that little diner you're probably going to recommend to me. I don't know if it's still around. Well, it was more like a stagecoach that would pull up and serve espressos and... No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but I loved it. I thought yeah. it was beautiful even then. I mean, I'm a massive fan of grunge music, so Seattle... Oh, of course. Yeah, so I'm definitely keen to see some of the stuff there from it. Right. But yeah, no, that's just... And Hawaii, we've got something on. So, have you been to Hawaii? I have. Is it? Yes, it's as good as they say. Ah, nice. Uh, in shopping centers, you can get blind drunk. <laughs> that's what Th- you want. That's what you want. Imagine while, if while the Boxing Day sales had... While, while other people go shopping that you're with, you can sit there, drink... Uh, my ties. Wow. Can I buy a gun as well? No, they give you one. When oh, you nice. when, when you land in America, they hand you a gun. Instead of the lay that's part, of the se- that's part of the Second Amendment. You must carry a gun. Well, there was that um, bank that was giving out guns with, when you open an account, you get a free gun. It was in Michael Moore's Bowling for Columbine. I missed that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Eh. I remember the TVs they used to give. They were good. Oh, really? Yeah, the first color TV we got from a bank. So you open an account, you get a get a free TV. You got a cold TV, but you had to keep your money in there for like a thousand years. But that was fine. That's not bad. They paid you dividends and interest. Interest. Wow. To be fair, now Australian banks are pretty good. You sign up with them, you get screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh wow, that's a free TV to open an account. Yeah, because it was so competitive. Wow. Oh, those were the days, eh? No, you don't get nothing for free. Oh no. You pay you pay the banks now. Yeah. If you have a series of accounts for whatever reason, you well, pay we're them. We're close to, I mean, interest rates are low at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, one country, I can't remember, maybe it was Sweden. They actually had negative interest rates. Yes. Um, I hope that doesn't get hit. Because it's, yeah, it's costing you money to have money. That's hilarious to me. I, I'd rather yeah. have it in, in five cent coins in the house. <laughs> Well, actually, it's funny you say that. My comedy room, Comedy on Edge, when it started, was exit by donation. We got a lot of coins. That. A lot of coins. I've still got some coins from those days. But one one day, like, I bought my dad for a, um, his birthday one of those gift cards, like a Visa debit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And next, my dad, he, has, he had a little bit of problems with it. He said, next time, just give me money. 
Right. So I, <laughs> next birthday, I gave him $50 worth of five-cent coins. Wow. Yeah. Were they shiny? They, were, they, they, were, they cost quite a bit to post because my dad lives in another state. And my mum said the post, the post person delivered it. And she, the post person's like, wow, this is heavy. What is it? And my mum, who knew the joke, it's my son. 50, and she thought it was hilarious. Oh, good, good, good. But yeah, I, th- I think dad, he got the message now. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. But so yeah. that's what you get him next. Yeah, a just horse. A horse. <laughs> um, just a head. When you don't see five cent coins anymore. Oh, c- come around. I'll give you some. <laughs> yeah. I still. No, you do. They're around. Rare. You know what annoys me at the moment? And this is where I think I'm hitting. Is it middle age or old age? You bought a wallet recently. Not recently, but I need. I have a wallet. Right. Pack. Wallets these days. There's. I've got this one, and it's lucky that I got this. But there's two things on this that I like that they don't have. Right. It's. A, I just realised it's a visual meme. Uh, visual. Uh, this is an audio, and I'm doing visual. This so I'll take four million. I will take a podcast, photo for. Surely. Surely, you must would, have been suspicious. So the wallet has a buckle there to keep it closed. Right. They don't do that anymore. They don't, like, it's rare to find one. Yeah, so yours has got a buckle. Except but for the buckle. the other thing off. you can't get anymore is the coin pouch. I've got two new wallets at home that have been gifts to me. Uh, yours doesn't have a coin pouch. No, it does not. What do you do with your coins? Put them in my pocket. But save, then it's save jingling it for a rainy around. day. What if you go, th- that, go through the airport, then you've got to empty your pockets out and you put millions of coins I in? I do spend an inordinate, uh, inordinate, a lot of time at airport checkouts emptying my pockets. But it's annoying. Like, I want a wallet. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I know that we're going, probably going cashless, but at the moment, we're not there. Like, I buy my newspaper in the morning. I know I'm old school. That's $1.90. I'm not going to tap and go $1.90. I have my coins. You spend $1.90 each day in the Telegraph? Well, where do you think I get my material from? Sorry, forgive me. I they do the setups. I just have to add yeah, a punchline. Punch it's line. really, really and good. write your articles. Do the people know about the Un-Australian? They should do. The Un-Australian.net. It's a satirical website. I and Peter Green and Carlo Sands write, and many others. Um, right, check it out online. We make fun of the news or just recount the news as what's it, happening at the moment. Yeah, it's very hard now to make... It's hard to take it to the next level. They do it all by themselves. Well, for us last year, we kind of stepped away from doing jokes about Trump because oh. I can't top the man. He's amazing. It, in, yeah. He is amazing. I've never been... I, no matter how good things might be going personally for me, and they're not, um, I cannot leave the impression. Not so much him, because we've all known idiots. We, oh, of course. We, we work with them in the comedy world. <laughs> um, but 42% approve of the job this guy is doing. That depre- I knew there were stupid people in America. I didn't know such a high percentage. But to be fair, and I think this is... I don't think the Democrats have learnt the lesson. It's the, I mean, to the average person, and this is what I've learnt, over Christmas you catch up with people and you realise people aren't that invested in news and politics. They're only concerned with their little bubble. And to be fair, if you're working, if you're working, I mean, America's got, if you're working a blue-collar job in America, you know, you're working retail in America, you probably have three jobs because... You're seven twenty-five an hour comes out to $15,080 a year. Yep. Hard to live on that. But, yep. you know, what you said, the average American. Mm. The average American is below average. Sorry. <laughs> They're morons. I'm sorry. They are. They're either evil or morons. That, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Or misguided. There are yeah. some that are actually... I have a friend from Alabama. He's just... He's a nice guy. 
he's got the right morals. He's a conservative. He's just doesn't get it. Do you think it's, I don't know, the whole concept of the American dream is create for you, not, like I've found, yeah. I've found most Americans, when I went to America, I found them to be incredibly generous people. Yes. Like, literally, they'd, they'd nice. help, if they could help you, they would. Yes. But when it comes to something like paying a bit extra tax so everyone can get health care over my dead body. Exactly. Or giving up my right to a gun so that our kids don't get shot. So it's that juxtaposition kind of. Well, here's the... Okay, so food stamps. Yep. Yeah, how the do right they work? I don't under... You're under certain sal- salary, under certain amount of money. Like, if you make minimum wage, you will get food stamps. Snap. Although they are starting to uh, make it harder to get. Because, hey, if you can't keep people hungry, what's the point? But, um... The... Uh, the, the what the right wing does is they go, oh, they'll show you... Uh, they'll, they'll cherry pick, you know, uh, Bob... They had people here. They did that too. Th- this family that refused to work. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember the affair, did current it. affair? Current affair. And they yeah. did. And then, oh my God, everyone is because people are stupid. Mm. Everyone is taking advantage of this. Well, no, they weren't. Yeah. But what, so food stamps? Forgive my ignorance. Is is it a case of you get a stamp and it means you can go to your store and and buy food? Use yeah. it as money. Use it cash. Oh, okay, so it's like an extra. What fifty bucks? I'm not sure what it Does is. Does it specify now. the type of food, or is it just? No, I think you can get any food, you, any food, uh, anything. It doesn't have to be like high protein or, uh, you know. You well, it's America, so I'd imagine it's cheese. Very, a lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. Lot of is cheese. it technically cheese? Oh well, it depends how you define cheese. It's uh, amazing. <laughs> a cheese-like product. You've got some. Yeah, I'm amazed how people live in America on the diet. I mean, Trump, for instance. McDonald's and KFC. How is he? He's in, he's your, is he 70 or is he older? He's older. He's older. He's still going. Which also surprises me. Surely he could not, uh, that couldn't be his actual, like, I don't know, maybe behind closed doors he's got, you know, he's vegan or something. He had or, to go <laughs> vegan, yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, I'll probably strikes, get shot for he that. He strikes me as the type. Um, no, they had to rush him to the hospital, which he said was a uh, just part of a, a, a regular um, whatever. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, they had to rush him there. Okay. I, I, and the fact that he's he's still alive. I mean, I could see him dying before the next election. Yeah. I mean, I don't. And I'm not saying that. You know, it's it's a cheap shot to sort of attack someone. But just going on the pictures and the what of and maybe I'm maybe it is fake news about his diet. Like my father-in-law last year had a triple bypass, and he's a very fit player, tennis in shape, eats pretty well, and he had a triple bypass, Uh-oh. and he's recovered well. But you think that's... And then Trump's someone, if he's living the life... And also, be president's a stressful job. It's not... Oh my I know God. he's probably not the hardest working president in history, but no, it's still... It's stressful. He, it's, nine, it's not nine to five. As a narcissist, he would... Any kind of insult he would take personally. Yeah. So, he gets one or two of those every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's an amazing... I don't know, maybe... Maybe that that could be the Trump... There's a book... There's He loves to market everything. Yeah. The Trump diet. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Donald Trump's Guide to Living. That's right. How, how cholesterol will not affect you, yeah. nor will obesity. Maybe it's because, did you see the picture of him in F, one of the planes? I, I think it was when he was, when he was eating KFC with a knife and fork. Did you see that? Well, the man has class. Maybe that's the key. If you a KFC diet on with a knife and fork, the extra calories cutting the chicken. The, the energy. And, yeah, yeah, it counterbalances it. I mean, I want to see him now eat a Big Mac. Do you think? I remember the first time my nan, we gave my nan McDonald's. 
she cut up a Big Mac like a cake and was offering it round. She didn't oh, get the concept of a hamburger. Well, it's, they weren't. McDonald's came late '92. Prior to that, the only hamburger you get's at the corner shop. You wouldn't. Yes. They weren't really. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. I I've been. I was when I first got here. I went to the very first McDonald's at Yaguna, um, which closed. But yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first one. Oh, I remember because it came. We the first time at McDonald's would have been '89. We drove up oh from Tassie to Sydney. And it was like, this This is amazing. We'd never had it. was in the old styrofoam boxes. Yes. Which, if anyone wants to see one, just go to a landfill and dig around. Probably got to go. But they're still there. <laughs> yeah. And they will be. <laughs> they'll outlive mankind. They'll outlive humans. humans. Um, no, you know, people criticize McDonald's. Mm. And I, uh, there, there are reasons to. However, mm. they do tell you the calories. Yep. They do have healthy choices. Yeah. If I get a hamburger in, if I get a hamburger in Sydney, or if I get a hamburger mm. in Perth, I know what I'm getting. So I, I, yeah. I, you know, you don't have to go in. They do put a bit of sugar in the buns and stuff. Oh, it's <laughs> true. It's, I mean, McDonald's, they also do Ronald McDonald House, which has helped a lot of people. Friends, yeah. we've got a mutual friend who's benefited from Ronald McDonald House. When Peter Green? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Andrew Barnett, former guest on the show, when his son went through... Oh, yes. And Ronald McDonald House went above and beyond in helpings. And they don't have to do that. You know, there's no KFC house. There's no Hungry Jack's house. No, they don't get Even any. Even though I'm sure if there was, they'd be like, the beds are better at Hungry Jack's. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. It, it really doesn't. I mean, they get a little bit of publicity out of it. But of not course. A, but, but not a lot. It's, yeah, it's, I'm it sure. It does seem like a decent thing. Yeah. I mean, the other one, you say um, it tastes, I'll call you on that. Sausage McMuffin in America tastes different to Australia. No, America is different than yeah. Australian. Different beef. But all around Australia, yeah, or yeah, 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 all around America, it's the same. Europe's pretty spot on with Australia too. Like, yeah. oh really? I don't know. This is this is my my wife and I are great travelers. We always like every country we go to. We like to have a McDonald's to compare the taste. That's in, okay. Fun, funnily enough, there was only one country we've been to where we couldn't actually get McDonald's, and it was the one that we were desperately trying to go. America? So we want, no, no. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was we wanted to go to Paris and have a Royale with cheese. See if they call oh, it a Royale. Oh, the movie. Could not for the life of me find a McDonald's in Paris. That's very sad. No, it's not. No, not <laughs> it's at all. It's quite you know. I, I managed to survive on croissants and yeah, it's a tough. It's tough to eat French food. They had one in Salzburg, which bothered me. Why is that? Because salt the whole place looks like a village out of the middle ages and the mcdonald's kept with the sort of the theme but you could tell it it didn't fit in yeah but see they had one in rome um never near been. the oh you've never been to rome no i'm you, you uh, were in rome how, how did you yeah. get out uh rome oh look i rome italy is a funny country because i love italian food Italian, uh, anyone who ever bags the French out for being rude, go to Italy. They're ruder. Is that right? Oh, they've, yeah. Um, Rome as a city is filthy. Yeah, I've heard I that. mean, it's ancient. Yeah, I get well, that. Well, it's ancient. I mean, the history, <laughs> it's phenomenal. To, like, we did a tour of the Colosseum, and at the end, they talk, she goes, oh, she goes, oh, I forgot, before you go, that's where Caesar's buried, and that's where Mark Anthony gave the speech. Wow. That's how much history you took in that that's a forgettable that's a, fact. Yeah, oh, oh I mean, and by the way, yeah. I mean, but apart, in terms of, City like Rome. I'd recommend going to visit Rome, but don't don't get your hopes up for anything else. Like the the history is spectacular, but that's, that's about it. it. And the architecture, yeah, but it's just dirty. I mean, you know, everyone's oh, like, really? oh, it's an ancient. Would it kill them to put a coat of? Paint well, they have up? Dyson. They could vacuum it. <laughs> is that Italian? 
No. Ah, I was going to say. B- but you can buy it. I'm sure Lamborghini <laughs> could do something. Or you a Ferrari. So. Yeah. But yeah, but on the other hand, we went to the Amalfi Coast, which is just spectacular. I never heard. We'll say it again. The Amalfi Coast. So it's, you know, Pompeii? Yes. It's sort of, you drive out of Rome towards Pompeii and on the, it's the coast and it's just million dollar views, beaches, beautiful, pristine. You drive on this coast road. Oh. If you go do a tour of Dune, I don't know how you, if you like driving or not. It's, I on like a tour driving. bus, it was quite scary. There's a few hairpin turns. Oh, they're no. Over cliffs. Yeah. yeah. Do, do the tour. But yeah, the Amalfi Coast is amazing. I would like to go back more of Italy. That's for sure. Oh, okay. But yeah, it'll be the year after because... Unless someone, a wealthy benefactor in the podcast wants to, you know, chuck me a lot of money, I'll happily do a world tour and report. Oh, well, let me just write you a check and I'll, I'll get right on that because I'm a comic. That's where the big bucks is. Uh, yeah. we, we do it for the love, not the money. Absolutely. I mean, I found a job because I used to be a teacher, as you know, mm. and I found a job that pays less. <laughs> it's not that easy, yeah, but I did it. There you go. It's, yeah. You know, it's, you know, we, people go, oh, whinging about money, whinging about money. There's gigs in town that have been running for 20, 30 years. They still pay the same as they did twenty or thirty years ago. Yes, now I'm well you aware. Pro- so I won't name them because I, w- I quite like the gigs. I want to get a gig. It's yeah. great, but I'm s- you get the money you get paid to do that is just you know rent's not the same as it was twenty or thirty years ago. No, the beer that we're drinking while we record this is not the same twenty or thirty years ago. No, you know? so it's if anything, yeah, comedy is less valued then. Even though I'd argue stand up is a lot more popular now than it ever has been. I can't believe how many rooms there are. Mm. And all in specials too, like you get Netflix. There's actually a shout out, his former guest of the show, Ronnie Chang's Netflix special, Asian Comedian Destroys America. If you've got Netflix, go watch it. He's got brilliant. It. Yeah. Go watch it. Okay. Brilliant. Ronnie is an amazing comic. And nice guy too. He is. Lovely guy. And honestly, go back and listen to the episode he was on with this. Honestly, he's just going to get bigger. He's huge as it is, but he's just going to get better. That special is brilliant. And I can't wait to see what the next five years holds for him. I hope I'm around. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I I hope you're around too. Thank you. Just so you know, we we can we can, we can beg out the f- side the front <laughs> of his gig. You'll be old enough by then. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. No, it's, it hits you when you sort of yeah. You're because I you're forty. I know. It's it's hard to commit that. Yeah. I'm a z- it's a zero. You'll be seventy now. So I am. So yeah. Wow. Thirty so year difference. But so when, when I first met you, you were less than half my age. Now you're way more than half my age. Wow. Where were you when you were thirty? Uh. I was in Australia. I had just had a, <laughs> a car accident, um, and I go, "Oh, this has got to get better." Thirty was thirty was a difficult birthday. Forty and fifty oh, were yeah. not. Thirty was difficult because I f- you're expected to start. A c- if you haven't accomplished anything yet, you're expected to start. I've proven them all wrong, but that's <laughs> not. <laughs> ah, you've done great things. I have. Yeah, but um. Yes, interesting. What's your perfect age? If you could say now you could stay the same age forever, what is it? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Well, there's a lot of... I like this age as long as the health lasts because I don't have to go to work. That's true. I can go to comedy if they let me, um, which they do. I think a lot of it is because of my age. If you're uh, out there and you're a booker, book Peter Mizell. He's a brilliant comedian. You need him. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, And some nights go great. (laughs) <laughs> but it's night. He's very good. I don't need to do it for the money. Um, I'm at the re- stage of retirement, so this is a good age. Uh, my, it was going really, it was going really well there for a while. It's one of those things where I was just earlier in the year. I'd think to myself, you know, I am the luckiest man alive. 
And then my wa- I was wa- <laughs> I was watching the Yankees Houston Astro playoff game, and I was emailing a friend of mine because I had such a great September in comedy. And if I could do what I did in September every month, I would still starve to death. But that's not <laughs> the point. So I was I was doing everything, um, and it was just wonderful. So I finally got to sit down after September, early October. I'm writing an email. I've to a friend of mine I hadn't spoken to. I've got the Yankee Houston Astro game on TV. I was really happy, and my wife must have sensed that, so she f- tripped over the coffee table and broke her hip and back. That was number one. That was October. Then in November, my daughter, because if you have children and they move out, change the locks immediately. My daughter and her three children who have issues, I'm doing quotation marks, because when I was a kid, we didn't have issues. We had you're being naughty. Uh, they moved back home with the dog. The good news is I like the dog. Um, but so I've got them living there now. And so I'm so glad to be doing this podcast, if for no other reason it gets me out of the house. And I could say to my family, uh, oh, look, I, I wish I could stay with you and have arguments, but I've got to go. And here's the thing, and, and I don't know, I mean, many of you don't know me, but if when I get home, if there had been a home invasion and everybody, not including the dog, has been slaughtered, before I call the police, the first thing I have to do is get the silly grin off my face. Yeah, right. Um, we are recording next to a police station, so he does have an alibi. I do have an alibi, <laughs> yes. Also, if anybody wants children... Um, like you're, I not la- children. You're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to sell children, Pete. Just If you're going to start trying to sell offload... Sell them. If you're going to try to offload the grandkids, you can't do that. Sell them. I'm giving them away. And if you order now, set of steak knives, which you better keep away from them. So, you, so you've had a tough, tough... Are you counting Starting down? Are you counting down the days to the school holidays? Yeah, no, it's our oh, school, and they end. Sorry, yeah. they end. Yeah, I used to be a teacher. I used to savor every second, and now, oh my God, it's only the beginning of January. When are they going back? Now, it's not their fault. They like me, or and again, this is uh, it's not my genes because it's my stepdaughter, uh, whom I love dearly. And I love them all of them dearly too, but they all have ADHD, and they're bored out of their minds as I would be if I wasn't doing a podcast. So I get that, but yeah. they whine. Because uh, it's, it's tough at the moment. Like, it's oh, today's not a bad day, but it, it's pretty warm. Like, you can't in vacuum. Do you have a big backyard? No. No. See, in my day, it was like, you, you just go outside. You had a cricket pitch, you had mates, you had a dog, basketball they, hoop. They, well, they have a basketball hoop They play that they have. They have a swimming pool to go in, both at their old home where their dad lives, and uh, ours. So you got a swimming pool. How can you be bored with a swimming pool? I, I don't know. As I say, ADHD. Um, Are they video gamers? Yes. They uh, had to be taken off Fortnite. Yeah, I've heard that's quite the addiction. If, you're, if you have quote-unquote issues, it's a real problem. Yeah, no, I've got friends whose kids have been, they've sort of had to have that Sort of, yeah, because it's, it's quite an addictive game. And it's not, Changes you're playing your with your friends too. So yes. if you're not playing, you're sort of not part of the group and the circle. Yeah. And yeah. When I was in New York in July, they had the world championships. The, the, in, in, and all oh, wow. these kids stayed at our hotel. Huh. And the winner got $3 million. Wow. So I'm thinking, is it worth sacrificing the kids to have a... Chance of three million dollars. Imagine someone, and maybe I'm maybe someone who devotes their life to Fortnite might not be the most, might be a little socially awkward. Is it really a good idea to give them that much money? 
Well, they, could, they could buy a lot of. And you're in New York. You buy a lot of guns for three million dollars. No, New York, you can't. You, oh, New York, New no. York's one of those. Yeah, but I'm sure you could probably hop on a you train. You get them illegally. Yeah, you can get them. Three million buys you a lot of guns. Yeah, you can go to Tennessee and buy as many as you want, and then bring them in. Maybe that's a solution to the American school shooting system. You know, because. These kids are probably snapping and shooting their friends. Oh, I'm going to kill you all online. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I killed you all and I'm going to do it again tomorrow. That's For healthy. Real, yeah. You know, maybe yeah. instead of, you know, if that kid was socially awkward, we just give him a computer game console. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work. <laughs> Has anyone ever marketed a computer? I think they did once. There was a school shooting game. Oh, get out of here. There was, and it just like the uproar. You're kidding. I'm sure it has been. I'll. I'd say I'd Google it, but my phone's low on battery. I'm sure it has happened. Well, there's a there is a group there that have been around for a long time called the Dead Kennedys. So yeah, I guess anything's possible. You know that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I actually um I just like read their a, songs. Yeah. I no no no. I just read a book on the history of grunge um about the Seattle grunge and yeah you like one that. Uh, one of the guys I can't remember um oh it's some famous guy who's not he was on the periphery but he said you know his dad was friends with the Kennedys. And he goes, he remembers his dad walking into his room and seeing that album on the floor. And it just, Ooh. yeah, that's, he goes, oh, I felt a bit, little bit guilty there. But to yeah. be honest, until I'd read that, I've heard of the Dead Kennedys. I never put the association of that name together. Like, just to me, it's like Dead Kennedys. Like, it's not. The Kennedys who get killed well, all the but time. But it's just, it's a name. Like, it's, they're not a band. I've, they're a band I've heard of, I've read about. I know a bit of their music. But I've never actually thought of the name. Wow. Well, wow. it's the Kennedy. I don't know. Maybe because I wasn't really. So if you if you heard of a band, the uh, Cardinal Pell Child Molesters, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't associate it with well, that. Maybe it's Cardinal more. Pell. I mean, I'm around, I know Pell. I mean, obviously, I know Kennedy is a sort of an event that happened in history. Too. I mean, I know. Oh, history! Yes, yeah. like I'm, like, I'm a little old. I was there. You were, yeah, yeah, on I, the grassy knoll. Uh, firing a rifle, yeah, single gun in my Got ass. <laughs> What's your stance on Kennedy? You think it was? I I, I look. I'm I. Almost never believe in conspiracies. I'm not sure about this one. There's enough to. There is and enough of a cover up and things that they make excuses for, but people lie. But see, I think I don't think it was Johnson, which I have a friend who believes. Oh, but really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, I'm sure the the death. I um, because I re- I watched a pl- um, a movie on a plane. I can't think. Jackie Weaver's in it. It's about Oswald's brother. After. The shooting and his oh. mother, Jackie Weaver, plays Oswald's. That's the one who shot him, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, supposedly. No, he did. He was there at least. Yeah. But it's a brilliant movie. And the more I think about it, and maybe it's just a movie, the more I think about it, sometimes what happens, as implausible as it is, can actually be the case. Yeah. Like, it would not surprise me if this dumbass fired off the shots and whatever. I don't know. And just good luck in shooting because he wasn't that good a marksman. Yeah. Everyone gets a marksman thing. But. I mean, but he got shot. I've played basketball. I've seen people make impossible shots. Yes. I know. I know. This just sounds stupid. No, no, it's a good analogy. You know, you can sort of sometimes this shit happens at the buzzer yeah. from the other side of the court. Yeah, I've seen it in cricket. I've seen f- amazing. Ca- I saw there was a run out the other night in the cricket. The guy was running backwards. He somehow grabbed the ball behind his back and hit the stumps. Wow! You couldn't do that if you tried. No. But so I'm just saying this. Well, he actually did try. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah he su- did. And succeeded. But, I mean, I guarantee if we, <laughs> I know what you if mean. we were to do that scenario... He's 99 out of 100 times So it wouldn't miss. surprise me if, you know, Oswald just got lucky. And and I don't know. I mean, I've if I were a police force and I had the, mo- the guy who committed the crime of the century, I wouldn't let criminals from the mo- ex-mafia or mafia criminals allowed in. 
plus the guy was all beaten up. He's going, I'm a patsy, I'm a patsy. And then all of a sudden he's killed. Uh, yeah, no, you probably, look, uh, we're, sadly we're never going to know. Um, there are still documents that are we're not allowed to have access to. Didn't Trump say he was going to do something about that, release the document? What, and he didn't? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't hear of that. But I remember here was something saying, yeah, because Australia, we've got our, some parliamentary documents. They've changed it here now. It used to be 30 or 50 years. Now it's 20 years. Oh, okay. And, but it just means they're redacting tons of documents, so it's creating more secrecy. So do you, oh, think, okay. do you think we'll ever find out the truth with Kennedy? I don't know. I mean, is there anyone left alive that still might have information? Because there's been no deathbed confessions. Like, I thought there was, but they just discounted it. I thought yeah. somebody did. Because I just imagine, and uh, you know, it's s- killing a prime president, unless it was Oswald. It, if say it was the government, it's not a one-man team. Their answer would have someone. There's. It would have been th- one of the theories is a renegade CIA team because they didn't want Kennedy pulling out of Vietnam. Because they knew, they knew they killed him. How well Vietnam <laughs> would go, very successful. You really have to admire those guys. <laughs> so that's what saying a renegade team. And if you're CIA, you're pretty good about keeping secrets. Yeah, so I could see. Yeah, that. I could see. I think yeah, the CIA. If not, not the CIA per se. No, but a, a renegade, renegade team. group within the CIA is one of the theories, and I, I don't discount that. It makes sense. Um, what was the other one? There was some some other coincidence that I just found unbelievable. But I can't remember. Oh, there's so many. But, I mean, if you break down any significant event in history, you can look... I mean, Challenger, when that blew up, the the um, uh, the, the thing, Trail. the spaceship. Spaceship. But, I mean, I'm sure if you broke down and looked at, you know, you know the guy who installed... Was it a faulty O-ring or something? That, yes. Okay, you could go, oh, the guy was hung over that... Oh, why wasn't it... Tr- why wasn't it... Like, yeah. little things, and you could... Oh, it's a conspiracy. That guy wanted to bring the plane down. But you could do that. But when you have people running towards the grassy knoll because they've heard shots, <laughs> and there's some guy with a rifle waving... No, that, that last part didn't happen. Huh. You, you get... You go, hmm. Yeah, but have you, ever, have you ever been somewhere where there's been Sound an explosion? Like, I... Like, I mean, at the moment, there's if we're recording this, there's a beer truck unloading um, kegs. You can hear that noise, right? I'm 70, no. No. Well, well not now. It's just stopped. Oh, but thank God. Oh, I know God, where I the truck really is okay. because I'm in the pub, but it actually, you could be over yes, there. Yes, you're like, right. You're right. So I can, you know, But that was thing. far, far away yeah. from where it wasn't, yeah. But have you ever Maybe. heard a gunfire? Have you ever heard a gun go off? Um, just a rifle, a twenty-two, but that's yeah. it. So we're in, um, we're in the, oh, what's it, Versailles just in Paris. I've and been there. You've been there, it's oh, lovely, isn't it? man. You can see why he lost his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of, it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of opulence. But we're in the, we, did you go out to the gardens? Sure. We're in the courtyard having lunch. And in the distance, I heard multiple, multiple gunfire. And I just said to Jenny, it's kicking off, let's go. And I went, I went up to a guard, and they're like, oh, it's just the army's got a rifle range like 30 kilometers away. Yes. That's what that noise yeah. was. But yeah, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've been in Paris. We're on edge because it was not long after one of the terrorist attacks. So I was just, oh, crap. But that yeah, was 30 kilometers away. And that was about probably 30 guys firing guns. Okay. Because we get, because uh, I live near Holsworthy oh. across the river by Crow. It's close. But it's hard to get there by Crow. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, when uh, our windows rattle when they fire, oh, wow. and it's reasonably far away that that shouldn't yeah. happen. Uh, how but is um, bushfires? They near you or not yet? And not I yet? say that. Uh, look, this is again climate change. Yeah, 
we're tra we're trained to fight fires because that's what you want. Seventy-year-olds fighting fires, and um, we're told when you have four people, if the fire is coming or it's reported, Get out. it's time to no activate. We always activate because we're trained. We have uniforms. We have oh. we have we have real equipment. That, I didn't realize you're that close to the bush. That close to the bush. You've been to my place, haven't you? No, I haven't. Uh, you must do that, um, particularly if there's a fire. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I can but reach the tall shelves to get your photos down. But the first day of the, there was catas catastrophic conditions. Yeah. We were told, you do not activate. If you're told, you evacuate. And that's never happened before. I think we've been there since they changed the, pre since the Victorian bushfires, they've changed, because it used to be stay and fight, you know, fill your, put tennis balls. But now it's a case of get out. Yeah, but we, this is real equipment. Mm. This is official fire hoses. This is uh, oh. standpipes. This is everything you would need to fight a fire. We, as I say, the uniforms are, are heavy jackets and, oh and wow. collars. And as I say, we have fought them. I s we had one year, I think 2003, flames coming up the hill and we actually had hoses. And I wasn't going to be the first person to run. I would have been the second. <laughs> but we did. And we did. Oh we wow. set it back. And then as they came up, then we put it on the houses that line the street, and no houses burned. But this last time, uh, in December, we were told, if it comes, if there are going to be fires, get out, because the winds bring the sparks, um, and very quickly, and it's so dry, it's going to be a wall of flames, it's going to be fireballs, get out. Wow. And that's the first time we moved there in 94, that's for, oh, which is, again, how stupid we are. We moved there. There were fires in 93. We moved there in 94 because 93, those were once-in-a-century fires. Good one. And the main street, there's one main street that lets you out of, of Alfred's Point. One main street. is called Brushwood Road. Gee, brilliant. It's just off Kindling Avenue and Petrol Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Morons. Hey, let's buy here. It's reasonably inexpensive compared to where there are no fires. Was it a fire sale? <laughs> ah, good one. Yeah. Hey, so when you see me in my helicopter, on my mm. roof, waving to helicopters. But have you got the bag ready? Like, have you got all yeah. ready to go? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. But I don't own anything. A few comic books. A few comic books. <laughs> a few Spider-Man, old Spider-Man comic books. Maybe get the kids and the dog, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, they live there now. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. No, so I think the closest we've got, like, we when my parents bought their first house in Rokeby, Tasmania... Um, when it, by the time I was around, there was a whole development behind it. But the original fence had scorch marks from the 67 no fires. Kidding. Um, and then we moved to Howrah, which is a very, it's, it's sub, suburbs, like not, but you could, the closest the bushfires got was on a hill up there. They got, like, I could see the flames yeah, and the ashes coming down. Like, that's as close, but the house was never in. About 30 other streets would have had to go before ours. But yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's, man. The ones we had last year in April, I got a phone call while I was on stage. <laughs> Can you come home? We've activated. So I had to, I had to apologize to the audience <laughs> and go, because as I'm saying, um, I had to apologize to the audience and leave. Oh. And the ironic thing, it was the crowd that actually torched the house. They <laughs> just wanted to get rid of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, sent over, they sent over a team. A team, a team of arsonists. Yeah. And then we did, nothing happened that night, the following day. Ah. Speaking of um, conspiracy theories, you hear the one that's floating around at the moment? Oh, I can't wait. Extreme climate change activists are deliberately lighting bushfires. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's... 
you know, the, I would have thought it was the dry lightning, but you know, with the, are they with the greenies doing it or? Oh, sure. The greens, the greens would be behind this. Oh, Absolutely. Oh you know. my god. No, I had not heard that. That one. one's floating around on Twitter, and it's been alluded to in the Telegraph before. Oh, the Telegraph. <laughs> the Telegraph is beyond satire, really. Here's another one. Murdoch needs to go. How old is he now? Oh, he's close to 100. Like he's in his 90s. You are kidding. His mum lived to like 110, so we've got uh. another. But his son, apparently, Lachlan, is more right wing. How can you be more right wing? I saw this great cartoon the other day, and it was Rupert Murdoch sitting with a plate of um, biscuits. Um, a I guy, saw yeah, that. a guy sitting there with one biscuit, and a refugee sitting there with no biscuits and Murdoch's going to the guy with the biscuit careful he wants your biscuits. your biscuits I saw that that was brilliant yeah, yeah. it was great Great. Yeah. one thing as bad as the world is it is a golden age for political satire oh my god you just can't keep up you uh, miss a day it's all moved on listen now like while we're having this conversation it's Friday afternoon the writers group for the un-Australian is going nuts with idea 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 I just we cannot I cannot ScoMo is entering Trump territory in satire like, right. it's just, <laughs> I've never known a leader to mishandle, a tra- like, normally tragedies are money for jam for politicians. You go out, you promise to help, you throw the checkbook, you comfort. This guy can't, did you see the this morning he tried to force a handshake? Yes, I did oh see that. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, they, they, yeah, they, they just abused the hell out of him. Oh, he's just, I mean, you know, fair enough. You're Good. going, yeah, yeah, but, oh, Lead mother, lead. Oh, I can't. Oh, mother. What am I calling? I wanted to call him something else. I know but what I, you did. Yeah, yeah I, I think almost there were another word following that. I know <laughs> it's one of those things. We need a new insult, actually, because it's most of our insults are like motherfucker. That's your dad. Yeah, the c word. It's a derogatory term for. We need a new insult. You know, maybe a Trump or a, a Boris. Yeah, you're acting. You're, you're being Trumpish. Yeah, you're acting like a Boris. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, Pete, here's to a happy 2020. Many more Thank podcasts. You too. I hope so. And to listeners out there, thank you guys for listening. Ooh, Thanks ooh, for ooh. having me, by the oh, way. Oh no, anytime, it. anytime we can find this a. Got to be the first one for 2020. Well, it's tr- it's I I think I only put out like two last year. I was yeah, it wasn't slack. as many as usual. Just you, life gets in the way. I love the podcast, but of all my things, it's the least profitable thing to do. It's my favorite. Like if you could say. Make a living out of anything, comedy, satire, or this, this would be number one. Yeah. It's a money loser. Of course. But I love it anyway. Of course. And thank you guys for listening. For yeah, more. thank you guys for listening. Um, follow me on Twitter at MW Chat Show. You're on Twitter at, is it Peter Mizell 2? Yeah. And, and why is it Peter Mizell 2? Someone not, has Peter Mizell yeah, follow me on at Peter Mizell. I haven't tweeted from that account in a while. I'll have I to get appreciate some. that because I will get in trouble. <laughs> Really? I, ins- I don't know. No, I haven't insulted it. I'd run a parody account as well. Follow us there. Or <laughs> if and if you're a room booker, book Peter Mizell or myself. We're both pretty funny. We do we good gigs and we'll promote it. Oh, the garbage truck's coming. I think it's time. Should we go get some pizza for lunch? Pizza and ice cream. Sounds All good. All right, let's do it. I'll hit the music. Hey.